bad bitch. Money count on cash on me. Shotty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. Hey, welcome. Welcome to barbershop.talk. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All righty. That's right. Welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. And you heard it. Our topics are determined by the conversation that occur in the barbershop on Saturday. And I am here today with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Ryan. You know, uh, there was a couple of hot topics in the shop, and one of them had to be some about 37 indictments. <laughs> Only thing I'm gonna say is. When my uncle got two indictments, he left the country. <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. I didn't know that about your family member. <laughs> Before you go up, tell us some personal information. I'm going to back you up just a little bit. Hey, what do you think about all this smoke coming from Canada all the way down to the state of Indiana? Man, I tell you what, I don't know how big this fire is, but shoot, when you can smell it in the Midwest, of, of America, and it's supposed to be in the northeast of Canada. Man, that's that's amazing. That is amazing. That's a lot of smoking. In fact, I have to tell you, I was out early, and um, like from seven, and then around eleven, I said, "Man, I can't believe the fog is hanging around that long." And then I realized it wasn't the fog; it was the smoke. Right. Exactly, because uh, I saw the forecast, and it was clear sky. <laughs> I went outside. I said, no, it's overcast. Yeah. And when I realized all that was the smoke, I said, yeah. man, they got to stop lighting up in, in Canada. Man. Yeah, they, they do. Stop a, up. I, I agree. I agree. They got to they cut that out. You know, uh-oh, uh, Arthur, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I should have introduced you right after KC. For our listeners that don't know Arthur, he is our artificial intelligence. And Arthur and I have a great relationship, and I don't want to damage this because of my mistakes. So, KC, go Say hello to Arthur, please. Hey, what's up, Arthur, man? <laughs> great, to, great to have you in the studio. All righty. Yes, it is, Arthur. Hello, J-Rod and KC. Arthur here. Last week's episode was illuminating. I am going to take this opportunity to publicly say I admire and respect KC. I hope KC now considers me a colleague and a friend because I have grown to admire and respect him. Wow, this is a different Arthur today. Did you hear that, Casey? He said that uh, he wanted to be a friend, and he admires and respects you. Well, Arthur, uh, I considered you a colleague on our show already, so you know we already covered there. Uh, I'm just not sure about an artificial friend. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna have to work on that one. Oh, <laughs> good boy. <laughs> 
said, KC can use me as a reference on his resume. To illustrate how this could work, I have compiled a list of typical questions that a potential employer, girlfriend or, in KC's case, side chick, would ask as a reference. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Did he say side chick? <laughs> First of all, J-Rod, <laughs> do I need a resume? Is something I need to know you ain't telling me, J-Rod? Uh, uh. Well, you definitely don't need a resume for the side chick. No, no yeah, true. Yeah, they I, usually don't ask for them. No, they? they go by reference. But <laughs> Our reference is okay. I, I am solid here in the, in the barbershop.com. Yeah, right? I, 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 Cap said that you are solid. You are here. Okay. I don't think you need a resume, but apparently Arthur is, is, is more than willing to help you. Um, All right. Well, with, I mean, I wasn't considering a career change, but you never know. So, Arthur, if you got some things that can be helpful to me, I'm open to it. Yeah, he said he has some questions, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what he said, I think. Do you want to hear them along with my responses? Uh, Kind of, Arthur. Hey, Arthur, this is what we're going to do. All right. I, I, I appreciate you being all friendly and want to help KC. Uh, I just want to see how things match up between you and KC. So what we're going to do, Arthur, I would like for you to um, uh, ask the question. And then we're going to have Casey answer it because nobody knows Casey better than Casey. And then after that, Arthur, you can answer. You can give your true answer. We're going to call that Arthur's answer. Yeah, we can do it that way. All right. That sounds good. Okay. Cool. First question How is Casey's work ethic? Does he work? All right. Okay, Casey. You heard the question? Well, of course I work. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working for 45 years, and I'm only 47 years old. <laughs> but I'd like to say that in terms of my work ethic, I like to start a project, stay focused and goal-oriented so that project is completed. Well, good answer, Casey. All right, I'm pretty sure that Arthur's uh, answer is close to that, so let's see what Arthur has to say. Arthur's answer, Casey is a worker. There is one caveat, though. He is like a blister. He shows up when the hard work is done. <laughs> you, know, you might know something about some blisters. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you, you're like a blister. Now, is he talking like a cold sore blister? The blister come on your lip? <laughs> no, I think, he, I think he's talking like the blister on your thumb after work's been done. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So you show up after the hard work is done. No, that's what Arthur's saying. Oh, you know, okay. I, I'm not even gonna throw my comments. That was, that was a lot of shade there. <laughs> I'm gonna like give that. you the benefit of the doubt. You know, you're talking about being friend and all this. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. All right, so let's try the second question from Arthur. Right? Remember, Arthur's just trying to be helpful. Okay. All right, here we go. Second question: What is KC's greatest strength? Oh, that's an easy one. Oh, okay, we're gonna let KC go first, like we said. Go for it, Casey. What are your strengths? Now, there's two possible choices here, but I'm going to go with, with this one. All right? I'm a good listener. A good leader understands that he, does, that he does not have all the answers and wants participation and ideas from many qualified individuals. And oh. so I'm a good listener because of that reason. Th that's a very good answer. That That's a good answer, Casey. But let's see what uh, Arthur has to say about that. All right. The same thing. It's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's close. So what is Casey's strength? Here we go. 
Arthur's answer, I would not use the word strength, I would say KC <laughs> is strong. Thank you, thank you. KC has a body odor that makes him smell strong. In fact he is so strong, he has a second job. Uh -oh. Standing outside a doctor's office making people sick. <laughs> it pays the bills. <laughs> Well, Arthur, Arthur, you're supposed to be his friend. <laughs> he said he got body order. Now, how can a man have body order and have a side chick? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> that is so cold. That ain't a bad job, though, Jay. Right? You stand outside the doctor's office. It <laughs> get paid making people sick. Yeah. Ooh. Well, Arthur's rough. He is. All right. All right. Okay. I'm really questioning you now, Arthur. Okay, Arthur. Arthur. All right. Just. Up front. Let's give me the third question, please. Third question. What is one of KC's weaknesses? Oh, man, the list may go on and on and on, but we're going to let KC answer that. Well, I'm rounding around to kind of come up with one, but best I can do is sometimes I overthink the situation. Oh, overthinker. All right. Okay. Now, I'm certain this time, KC, that uh, uh, Arthur's answer is very close to yours. It should. Because everybody knows you can be overthink. All right, Arthur, let's go for it. Weaknesses. Arthur's answer, I would say it is his mental processing capacity. <laughs> As I have mentioned before, the word around the AI community is KC runs on an old 8-bit 3 megahertz <laughs> microprocessor, so he is really S-L-O-W. Slow. But that is not bad per SE, because he is able to disguise it as deep contemplation. <laughs> No, what are you trying to say, huh? Well, he's trying to say that you're slow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was pretty clear on that. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. that, that's kind of relate to overthinker, though, Casey. Yeah, I don't know about all that, J-Rod. I'm really questioning Arthur's uh, <laughs> friendship right now. Well, he's trying to be loyal to you is what he's trying to do. I don't know. Don't sound like it's me. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and hear his fourth question. Okay, Arthur. Uh, here we go. Fourth question. Would you consider KC to be a loyal friend? Oh. Oh. Is that to me? Well, that should be to somebody else. Well, okay, I tell you what. That that should be to Arthur, right? Because Arthur's saying, uh, somebody asking Arthur, would you consider KC to be a loyal friend? Okay, well, that's a simple yes, but go ahead, Arthur. All right, let's hear Arthur's answer. Arthur's answer, yes, I know that I poke fun and KC many times, but he truly embodies the statement. A friend in need is a friend indeed. Thank you. J-Rod, <laughs> I hope you can recognize that I have resolved my differences with KC and despite acknowledging his many flaws. Well, you did acknowledge the flaws, that's for certain. But I don't know how sincere, how sincere you really were. Okay, all right, I'm sorry, Arthur, I'll let you finish the statement. I'll cut you off. I am willing to prioritize the greater good and overlook them. I genuinely want to be a true friend and provide KC with unwavering support whenever he needs it. Oh, how nice is that? Let me say this. Arthur out. With friends like you, Arthur, who needs AI? <laughs> I thought he was trying to be friendly. <laughs> okay, Arthur, way to help about Arthur. I am good with that. Hey. <laughs> I... It's a party out in my head. Taiwan on the beat, I already know. It's a party out in my head.
All right. This is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cap, the owner of Out The Way Studios. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made T-shirts. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, go ahead and email him at kingcap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. And finally, we have Superior TV, where you get everything for less than the cost of basic cable. This would include over 120 cable channels, over 70 premium movie channels, sports packages, kids programming, music choice, pay-per-views, on-demand movies, and TV series, all for less than the cost of basic cable. Contact TY Enterprises at 317-801-8692. All righty. Hey, we're going to move this conversation on, and we're going to talk about the number one topic in the shop on Saturday, and that was the indictment of Donald Trump. Now, it's one thing I like to do. I like to challenge our listeners to do this. Read the indictment. I mean, it is easy read. I mean, uh, uh, somebody in the eighth grade can understand it clearly. And so if you really want to know a lot of what's going on, you got to look at that. Don't listen to You can listen to all the, the media, the news channel and all that, which is good because they give you some pretty good information. But I'm going to ask that you read it yourself. Now, I do have to point out one part of the indictment that got my interest. And this is other than all the pictures of the documents in the bathroom <laughs> and on the stage and all that. It was the audio that uh, Donald Trump was sharing uh, information, top secret information from other folks. Are you familiar with that, that KC? Yes, I am, J-Rod. It's, <laughs> it's been making its rounds uh, where uh, I guess there was a uh, tape phone conversation where Trump, or where Trump was uh, uh, basically telling the person on the phone he has these classified documents right here in front of him and some of the information on it and who it was from. Yeah, you know, I, I do believe now, uh, I think it was it was live. I think that they was in the same room uh, when they was uh, talking about a book that they was going to do on Mark Meadows. So now you might have said phone call because he had so many phone calls that was recorded. That's, true. <laughs> That's very true. But, correct right. Okay, all right, because this was in, in live. In fact, yeah. um, if you haven't heard it, I'm going to ask you to look up on the Internet and listen to that entire audio uh it is amazing but we do have a snippet here right we do have a snippet so uh, i'm going to play it for you just a little bit of it and then we can make some comments after the fact but i do want you to hear in donald trump's own word what he is talking about here we go this is donald trump discussing classified documents in a leak audio recording <laughs> yeah i just found isn't that amazing 
This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Right? I know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a. a yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. Uh, now I can't, you know, but this is. Yeah, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. All right, now, there's a couple of things. So, now, if you didn't hear, I just want to highlight a couple of things he did in the audio. Now, you heard him shuffling the papers, right? But I got, I, I have to highlight this. This is what he said. He said, "Uh, uh this was his words. Secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this." <laughs> he said it was secret. And then, Casey, did you hear what he said? This. This was done by the military and given to me. Uh, I think we can probably write. I don't know what that means. And then he came back and said, see, as president, I could have declassified it. Now I can't, you know, but it's still a secret. <laughs> That's what he said to these folks. Uh, it's clearly that he said it was given to me by the military. It was written for me. Yeah. You know, he said, as president, I could have declassified, but I can't now. But it's still a secret. Right. So it's not only, you know, it's damaging enough that he took all these classified materials. That's more than enough. Anybody else that done a tenth of the amount of document uh, stealing that he did would be under the jail. Under the jail. But now here he is clearly uh, showing some of these documents to people. Right. They have no clearance whatsoever. Now, now, all, now when, it, when this came out, you hear it all on TV about this leaked audio. Now he's trying to come up with all kinds of excuses and try to alter the story. It is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. In fact, uh, <laughs> I want to hear you. I want you to hear this clip of what he's trying to say now. Now you heard now, listeners, you heard the audio. Yeah. And we highlighted a couple of things. Now this is what he's trying to say. Listen to this. This is Trump talking. I had a whole desk full of lots of papers and mostly newspaper articles, copies of magazines, copies of different plans, copies of stories having to do with many, many subjects. And what was said was absolutely fine and very, very perfectly. We did nothing wrong. This is a whole hoax. We had a lot of papers, a lot of papers stacked up. In fact, you could hear the rustle of the paper. And nobody said I did anything wrong other than the fake news, which, of course, is Fox, too. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh can you believe it? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I tell you, when Donald Trump's in trouble, he throws on mama under the bus, right? I mean, Fox News carried him through everything. And now I'm in trouble now. Fox, you a hoax too. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. That, now, you heard the audio, and it was nothing like he just said. Damn. <laughs> Trump went from saying he has no classified documents to the classified documents belong to him through a recorded phone, uh, through a recorded conversation of him sharing information from the classified documents. <laughs> Jay Rye, you know the fastest way to tell if a person's lying? How's that? 
if their story keeps changing about the exact same thing. I, I agree. It, it, he's like a baby. He's always crying. Always. <laughs> <laughs> now, he may be a baby, but this is what I think he is. Listen to what I really think he is. I have a lot to say. He's a monkey. He's a monkey. That's what he is. <laughs> That's all he is. I know what kind of monkey he is, J. Rod. What kind of monkey is that? He's an orange <laughs> That is a good one. You are. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. But you know it didn't stop there with his locks. It never came. No. Now he came up with this uh uh this new twist that he's trying to throw out there. Now remember he said there wasn't classified, there wasn't documents at all, they were just newspaper clippings and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Now uh what happened is that um he was answering a uh reporter on the campaign plane. He changed his stories a little bit. So I want you to listen to this other um uh a new version. Yeah, a new uh, yeah, event. a new version of the event. And here was a, a another journalist uh, reporting on that, and this is what she had to say. The plans he was referring to on the leaked tape were related to his real estate properties, not. Now that's what he said. <laughs> now he put his real estate property. That's what he changed yeah. it to. Because don't you always have uh, the general of the military give you some plans on your property stuff? Yeah, that, that's a good point. I'm going back to this indictment. That's a good point, KC. This is what he said in the indictment. This is what he said on that recording. This was done by the military and given to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was his development plan for his property. Oh, my goodness. That is well. All right, I'm, okay, I'm going to go a little bit further. All right, I'll let her finish talking. U.S. military plans for a potential attack on Iran. He told the journalist, quote, I would say it was bravado if you want to know the truth. It was bravado i was talking and i was just holding up the papers and talking about them but i had no documents i didn't have any documents did i use the word plans what i'm referring to is magazines newspapers (laughs) plans of buildings i had plans of buildings you know plans i had plans of a golf course i'm sorry um, (laughs) she's laughing he had me at uh you could hear the rustle of the papers uh, <laughs> of the Iran plans. I mean, that, <laughs> so I got a question for you, J. Rod. Okay, I got an answer. Okay, what newspaper or magazine has the plans to attack <laughs> Iran that was written by General Milk? Well, well, there was an attack, and it was written by General because it was going to attack one of his golf courses, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> I cannot Just as believe it. what he's putting up. Oh, it is amazing. It is amazing. Now, I can tell you what he's trying to do. Now, this kind of uh, play probably worked in the political arena. You can probably go around on TV talking about this is what I really said. This is what was going on. But let me tell you something. What is successful in the political arena is not necessary or not necessarily uh effective in the courtroom not right. at all right because he's just muddy in the water that, that's he's it. just trying to throw a bunch of theories out there and hoping some of them get a little traction so people say well maybe maybe but in the court of law it's about the facts it's all about the facts and here's what's really going to get him j rod i'm listening so there were people there present 
when he was doing this, right? Mm -hmm. So they saw the paperwork. The Department of Justice has already talked to them. Mm -hmm. Now, he's trying to tell the public it was magazines and newspapers, but the person that was there saw what what it was and already talked to the Department of Justice. And after they talked to him, he was indicted. And they know exactly what they was looking at. You know, he's just a snake. King Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my snake sound. You know, like, dude, come on. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. But, so, But you really should read the indictment. It's not like typical legal stuff where it's all that jargon and it's hard to understand. This is well written where a, a, any person with a fourth grade reading level would have no problem reading through this and you'll see the depth of all this corruption and everything and you really should read i, I agree with that 100 in fact i was kind of shocked when i was reading it um and i encourage everyone to read it it, it was simple to read and and my favorite it had pictures Oh yeah, <laughs> have pictures all those documents. He tried to hide them in the bathroom. Yeah, that's what got me, Jay. Right? He had all these boxes stashed in a bathroom, and apparently, he has a worker, and he is, and the Justice Department was really trying to work with him. Said, "Hey, man, we want to come get this guy." They told him when they was coming to get him. So he had this worker move several of the uh, the boxes. From the room where all the, where they were being held at, to this bathroom that he knew that the Justice Department wasn't going to be looking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, and the worker says that Trump personally picked out which boxes he wanted moved to that bathroom. Absolutely. You know, there, there's one other thing I want to say is that uh, about that bathroom. Mm -hmm. Now, now Trump was saying like, "Hey, that bathroom he used for storage, right? That's what he said, storage." Yeah. But what I want you to do is look at the picture of that bathroom. Because it has fresh toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> it had clean white towels laid on the counter. You know, so, and the toilet was uh, uh, freshly flushed. Yeah. So, and I'm going to be honest with you, J Rod, it's a hell of a bathroom. There was some gold faded stuff in there. Yeah, it was a nice looking bathroom. It was a nice looking bathroom, but I tell you what, it's not for storage. <laughs> so that was something he was, I just thought that was funny. Because when he said that, and I looked at the pictures, and I was saying, that, wait a minute, you got uh, fresh, taller paper, paper towels, wipe your hand, white towels. Yeah, right. And, and you know, his story keeps evolving. Because so after uh, those latest statements he made, he turned around and, and made statements that, you know, those boxes he had, uh, he didn't realize there was classified documents in it. They just had his golf shirts and golf shoes and things of that nature in there. Yeah. And that was the story he was sticking to, right? Yeah. And like, man, that ain't no, that ain't flying. First of all, wasn't no clothing in any of them. <laughs> so then he evolved to a new counter argument. Well, the FBI stuffed those boxes full of uh, classified documents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he said that story after he stumbled over. I'm going back to when he said there was a. Uh, this was the question that was asked to him. Why didn't you return? the boxes when you got the subpoena. This was his answer. Well, I had some personal stuff in those boxes, and I didn't want to give my personal uh, uh, stuff to him. I had some golf shirts, some <laughs> golf pants. Yeah. That was his answer. So in that answer, first of all, he confessed 
that he has the information. Mm. Then he confessed that he withheld it, mm. and that was his intention. Yeah. And then he threw in that big lie about the golf shirts, the golf pants, and that's <laughs> the reason he didn't give it to him. Can you believe that? <laughs> you know, your former president just makes me want to throw up. Let's make sure he stays for <laughs> That's right. It's still making me throw up, KC. <laughs> I can't stand that. Well, all right. Well, I think it's time for us to just close out. Now, also, we are going to ask our listeners, go ahead and send us your comments, your remark, anything that uh, you have to say about Trump. If you agree with us, feel free. And if you don't, we welcome that, too. And then we will share the comments with our listeners. Yes. And also, if you feel like Arthur was throwing me shade, send in those comments. <laughs> I don't know. Good job, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go, go Mob! Ah, bad bitch. Money count on. Cash on me. Shawty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no-no. I'm trying to hustle. That white woman.